0: which makes me feel even better about my decision to be part of the ButcherBox community. ButcherBox is offering our listeners their choice of a weeknight meal essential: three pounds of chicken thighs, two pounds of ground beef, or one pound of premium steak tips, for free in every order for a whole year. Plus, get twenty plus get twenty dollars off your first order. That's right new users will receive their choice of two pounds of ground beef, three pounds of chicken thighs, or one pound of premium steak tips for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com/morning Cup and use code Morning Cup to choose your free offer and get twenty dollars off. Today's podcast is brought to you by newspapers.com, the ultimate destination for exploring the mysteries of the past. If you're fascinated by true crime, get ready to dive into the stories that made headlines. Newspapers.com offers nearly a billion pages of historical newspapers from the U.S. and beyond, and you can search the entire collection in seconds. Their vast newspaper collection is a goldmine for eyewitness accounts, crime scene photos, news reports, and more. Whether you're interested in famous crimes or long-forgotten cases, newspapers.com gives you a front-row seat to more than 300 years of history. For our listeners, newspapers.com has a special offer. Use the code CUPOFMURDER for an exclusive 20% discount on your subscription. That's promo code CUPOFMURDER at newspapers.com. Sign up today and start unraveling the true crime mysteries that keep you up at night. There were two more murders 15 miles we'll away. The found the telephones and electricity the described huh? by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird religion. Morning. Cup of murder. It takes a real monster to take the lives of innocent children. On July 19, 1957, one of these monsters was jailed for the first time in what would be a long history of crime that would end in the murder of 11 children. So, if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. According to reports, Clifford Robert Olson born in 1940, was a bad seed from the beginning. His criminal history began when he was only 10 years old, after he had already dropped out of school at just the 8th grade. He was first jailed on July 19, 1957, when he was just 17 years old. Over the next 24 years, he tallied up nearly 100 convictions for a list of crimes so long it would take half of this episode to tell you. He escaped from jail seven times and was freed under mandatory supervision five times before his behavior would land him back in jail. On November 17, 1980, Christine Weller, a 12-year-old girl from British Columbia, was abducted. Her body was found more than a month later on Christmas Day. She had been strangled with a belt and then stabbed repeatedly. He then married a woman named Joan Hale on April 13th, and just 13 days later, abducted and murdered a 13-year-old girl named Colleen Dagnault. Her body was found five months later. Joan claimed to know nothing about her husband's crimes and claimed she was a victim of his abuse. On April 22nd, he abducted and killed a 16-year-old boy named Darren Todd Johnsrude. He then abducted and murdered eight other teens, ranging from ages 9 to 18, over the course of just three months, six of which took place in the month of July alone. He would meet his victims at a popular youth hangout or would advertise for them in a church bulletin board posing as a construction contractor. He would interview them and pick his victims, choosing the naive. He would then drive them to a fictitious construction site and offer them a celebratory drink that he had laced with chloral hydrate. He would then overpower his victims and conduct sadistic experiments on the children, such as driving a spike into the head of one of his victims and injecting another with an air embolism. He talked about them like they were science experiments. The media eventually dubbed the killer the Beast of B.C. or the Rent-A-Car Killer because of his penchant for getting a new car for every murder. The police investigation of Olson was heavily criticized. It was one of Canada's first serial killer cases and, despite being a prime suspect, Olson avoided arrest because of his reputation of being a police informant. They believed that he was a resource, not a suspect. Police also downplayed the speculation that there was a serial killer and dubbed the teens as runaways. It was made even more difficult by the multi-jurisdictional crimes and, by the time police acknowledged the obvious connections, Olson's victim count was in the double digits. More than 200 officers were committed to this case and Olson was finally arrested in August of 1981. Unfortunately, police had very little evidence and only four bodies of his 11 victims. Then, Olson made a deal that would go down in history as a deal with the devil. He told police that he would give them all 11 bodies in exchange for $100,000. Not only would he lead them to the bodies, but he would tell them exactly what he did to them. Police were hesitant at first, so Olsen gave them a freebie to show what he meant. He led them to one body and recalled the story of the murder, and the police would call and give the money to Joan Hale, and then he would proceed to the other bodies. He called Joan and told her, honey, we're going to be rich. A very tough decision had to be made. On one hand, they were giving money to a monster's family, almost as if he was being rewarded for his crimes. On the other hand, if the police didn't have the other bodies and Olson's statements, there was a good chance he could go free and never serve time for murdering 11 young people. Another part of the deal was that he was guaranteed a first-degree murder conviction. The deal was taken and Olsen escorted police one by one to each of the bodies and would pantomime and reenact each murder. And though he cried while each of the 11 murder charges were read, he confided in an officer that if freed, he would just pick up where he left off. Behind bars, he claimed to have killed 30 others, but the claims were never substantiated. Clifford Robert Olsen died at age 71 in prison of cancer. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on July 20th. Don't forget to write and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe.